Hey, besties. Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that what we discuss are our own thoughts and opinions. Just remember, we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. Well, we're not okay. Hey, guys. Oh, my God. Uh, you would... Honestly, I'm not even going to say, like, oh, I'm so out of it today, because that's how I start every episode. Teresa's notes were dry, so she just got some water. <laughs> I had really dry notes. Sorry, guys. Um, Hey, Katie. Hey, T. What's going on? Oh, just another Sunday, sitting at your house. It is Sunday. Which, which is not our normal recording day. It's not our normal recording day, but we both finished All Roads by Mariana Zapata, so I was like, you know what? Why are we going to wait and forget... I forgot everything. everything that happened, which I kind of already did because I read another book in between, but... I took notes. Katie took notes. She is, like, on top of things. Just this week. <laughs> well, the last time we were recording, what, would, what did we read? Daughter of No Worlds? And, yeah, we didn't know. And we knew nothing. We couldn't pronounce names. I mean, fantasy is always harder. Fantasy is always harder, but, like, sometimes, like, something happens in the story, like, even a contemporary where I'm like, oh, my God, I love that. And then I don't take a note about it. And then I'm like trying to remember what happened. I'm flipping through all my tabs. I need to get better at note taking. Same. I think I need professionals. We we should be professionals. I think I should get a notebook for just podcasts. Oh, that's a really good idea. I know. I might make Tom come out with me later. Not that I I want a notebook too. He'll buy you a notebook. Maybe I'll like make him go to Target. That's a really good idea. I know, I thought so too. It's like, I could just go for like perusing Target. You know what we haven't done in a while? What? Had a day where we do things like that, like go to Target and Barnes & Noble. We actually haven't. Who are we? I don't know. Should we do that? We should. Okay. I like that. Maybe next Sunday. I like that idea. Okay. Next Sunday we have no plans. And Monday we're off, next Sunday we're off from work. Oh my God, are we? Well, it's President's Day. I think I had that day yeah, off. Yeah, I think you should have that day off. It's so nice having those days off now. I know. I'm so proud of you. Me too. Because, like, in the medical field, you don't have days like that off. No. And though I am still in the medical field, I'm on a very different end of it. Um, I'm literally going on to my team's thing right now because I'm like, wait, hold on a second. Yeah, no, you should. I think you should definitely have off. I, I do hope so. That would be lovely. I don't see why it. you wouldn't because it's like a federal holiday. Hmm. It's not like showing me on this. Okay, well, I'm your, I'm your boss now, so you're off. That's terrific. Bless. Anyway. Anyhow. All Roads, Lead all Here. Roads. By Mariana Zapata. Um, yeah, so I read The Wall of Winnipeg in May and From Lukoff with Love in 2021. And then last year I read Colty. Life And I was like, <clears throat> Colty. Like, it's my favorite of the bunch so far. And when I saw that they had the audio, I was like, oh, I'm in a Colty kind of mood. I'm missing that. I'm missing Reiner. I'm missing that little bratwurst, that little <laughs> pumpernickel, that little German chocolate cake. So I started the audio and I was like, you know what? Audio is phenomenal. Katie Jean, bump this to the top of your audio list. And I did. And she did. I listened. I know. For once in your life. I did that with another book you told me to do too. I, yeah. And I can't remember. No, me either. It was, oh, 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 oh. Consider me. Yes. I listened. You did. Are you like so proud of me? I am proud of you. Now okay. I just gotta get you to read Maya High. I have it downloaded. Okay. I gotta start it. I just like haven't been in the mood to read. That's okay. And I think it's because I binged Catherine Cowell's. Yes. Books one and two of Tattered and Torn and then Whispers of You within like 
three, I read three books in three days. That's like really impressive for you. I know. I normally don't do those kinds of things. I know. But I, then I needed a break. My brain was like, girl, slow the fuck down. Yeah. We need a little bit of a relief. Yeah. So maybe today I'll start it. Maybe. Or tomorrow. But anyway, so, so Katie listened to Colty and she was like, oh my God, Teresa, you weren't kidding. You've never steered me wrong. This was amazing. Okay. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, I know. Duh. Um, so we decided on all roads for our book club, book club pick of the month. I read the physical book. I Katie did it. the audio. So we were like, we were like, let's do that and like see if we have like different opinions on the story. Um, because the, I, I mean, I live by the fact that it's a different experience, audio. A very different experience. Like, I think that there are books that I only liked because I listened to them in audio, and I think that there are books that I only liked because I read them. I have And to that the audio that. wasn't, wasn't great. Like, The Bridge Kingdom. Like, I read that and I loved it. You tried the audio and you were like, I did not like this book. No. I, I and I would love to redo because a lot of people, you know what it is, when people start, like, when you hear so many people raving... It almost makes you think, like, well, what what about me that made me not like this? Like, it has every component that I do like in a fantasy book. Yeah. So you would assume that I kind of... Even if it wasn't, like, a four-and-a-half star, five-star book, it could have been, like, a four-star book for right. me. But, like, the audio, for some reason, just didn't do and it. And I really. have heard people complain about the Bridge Kingdom audio, and I did download a sample of it to be, like... And I was like, oh, I didn't like the narrators. Yeah. I feel like I remember... Him not being bad, it was her that bothered yeah. me, if I'm not mistaken. Don't hold me to that. It's been, like, over a year. <clears throat> but, yeah, so we were like, let's do the two different styles. We'll see. But we both have pleasant, um, exp- we both like the, we both yes. like the book. I have to agree um, this. But, yeah, All Roads Lead Here by Marin Espada is about Aurora, or Aura. Aura, yeah. Um, yeah. And she is just getting out of a, like, emotionally like abusive kind of um like long-term relationship like 14 years yes um so she leaves nashville and she takes i think like a year to herself like kind of just traveling around doing her own thing and she finally decides to settle in pagosa colorado which is where she grew up until i think she was about 12 or 13 when her mother passed away well went and then, missing yeah went missing um and then she was shipped off to florida to live with her aunt and uncle and like her aunt and uncle are wonderful people like she's a great family um, but she gets into a relationship, um, with like her college boyfriend. He becomes a country, like a big country superstar and she's writing all of the songs and he's taking all the credit for it. And his mother is basically like emotionally like manipulating her and abusing her. Like, I don't really think like he the devil was, incarnate. what the, de- the, de- the devil reincarnate. Yeah. I think he just was like following mommy's orders. Yes. Like he's just a mama's boy. Like I, I mean like, yes, he was a piece of shit, like whatever, but his mother was the one, I think, that was, like... Pulling the strings. Yes. Um, and I think that's basically what Aura says, too. Like, she has a bigger issue, obviously, with his mother. Yes. Than she does with him. So, she settles down. Um, she gets a, like, a studio rental in a garage apartment. She gets there. She checks in. Uh, and the landlord shows up, and he's like, who the fuck are you? Literally. And you find out that his 30, <laughs> his 15-year-old son? Yeah. Yeah. His 15-year-old son... Um, he wants a new guitar, so he put the apartment up for rent on, like, we'll just say Airbnb, but, like, online, and he basically was, like, trying to scam his dad so that he, he could get the money for his guitar. Um, the dad, a.k.a. Mr. Rhodes, 
AKA Tobias Rhodes, AKA Daddy. AKA Rhodes. we're gonna talk about a couple things with Rhodes in yes. a few minutes. Um, he allows her to stay. He's like, you have like a two month. weeks. Oh yeah, was that what it was? It was yeah, a month. month. He's like, you have a month and then you gotta find your own place. But obviously within that month, shit happens and you know. What's your line? Chaos ensues. I would say, uh, I would say chaos ensues, no. but I would, you know what? Okay, so you gave me the best advice for the Mar- Mariana, Mariana Zapata. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm okay, I can do it. For her books. They are so slow burn. Yes. But something to think about, people. Just like bears in mind. We like the spice. We love when like things pay off. But I would say the way she writes, even with Colty, again, I, this is only my second book by her. But I really enjoy... I, th- I think it's really hard to write a, a character-driven book sometimes because like I think sometimes you almost lose sight of like what your end game is yes where it kind of after a while kind of becomes like jumbled like what am I reading what's the point of this I feel I've never gotten that feeling though with her, her books like no I, I think, enjoy them I think it it speaks a lot to her as an author that she has such character driven books where like you don't miss the the romance aspect it's like more about like the journey of getting there yeah. and I feel like it makes it more realistic right because like What's more realistic, falling in love slowly over eight months with, like, a complete stranger or falling in love in two weeks? It's, we love the two-week one. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. But in but in normal life, like, it takes some time sometimes. Like, sure, Or, like, sure, there might be like an instant attraction. Maybe you do fall fast. Right. But it doesn't happen. No. Or it can happen, but it's, it's I think it's a rare thing. Right, and I think it's it speaks a lot, I think, to her ability to write, like, these complex characters that... You can read this like what, like five hundred and like fifty page book, and you're where like they don't get together until the last like hundred pages basically, and you're still like so intrigued and invested in the characters and like their development that like yes, like you're waiting for Aura and Rhodes to get their shit together and just like kind of get together, but like it's all about like Aura's journey too, and like yeah. so her mother, yeah, her mother goes missing. She was like very outdoorsy, was always going on hikes. Aura was supposed to go on a hike with her. Didn't feel like going, wanted to stay back and hang out with her friend, and her mom never comes back. And when she moves back to Colorado, she has all of her mother's journals, and she's like, I'm gonna do the hikes that like she wrote about. And like you go on this like journey with yeah. her. And it's like self-discovery and like, you know, like, like learning who she is like outside of this like relationship and like what she wants out of life. Yeah. But also like Okay, like, she, you, you could get the gist that she's not very outdoorsy. Like, she talked about, like, ju- trying to jump rope to, yes. like, build up some stamina. She's obviously at, like, a higher altitude. But, like, it's showing yourself that you're capable. Yes. Even when you think you might not yes. be. Yes. And there's a... And she fails at one of the hikes. Like, she ends up, she like, falling really bad. Like, but she keeps trying. But, she, yes. Like, she gets back up. Robin? I... Wait, I'm really proud of myself because I was looking for this exact quote and I just... That was the first tab that I looked oh, at. Really? Because it's... I forget which one it's... That she does. Oh. Um, it's the one where she falls. Okay. Um, and, oh no, sorry. It's it's the, it's the last hike where she like does it all, but it starts raining and she's like, it's dark and she's this like, was yes. the, But that was the hike that she first fell on. This is the one yes. she got back. So she, wait. She went back again. Name, uh, so I don't know if anyone's familiar with like Peloton instructors, but like Robin is very motivational. And like she has a saying like, chin up, crown on. Yeah. Like, after you fall. Like I fucking love it. So this girl put her chin up and put her crown on and is now doing the hike by yes. herself. Continue. But Rhodes goes and like basically like rescues her in a way. She could have, she was like on her way home, but he, he goes whatever. And he's like, don't ever do that again. Do you hear me? I know you can do this all by yourself, but just don't like, so like, I like that he was like, 
I know that you're like capable and I know that you can do this all by yourself, but like you don't have to. Like Yeah. And also like don't put yourself at risk. Right. Just because you, you have need to prove to, a point yeah. to yourself. Yeah. Like and like she she you know, she lost her mother and like yes, yeah, she lived with her aunt and uncle, but she like says it a bunch throughout the book that she never felt like she had like a family or like had her own like a home. Home because you know, everything that happened in her life. And, like, he's basically being, like, you don't have to be alone anymore. Like, if you want to do these hikes, like, we can do it together. Or, like, you can wait for Clara to be able to do it with you. Or, like, Amos, like, he would do it too. Like, so, like, you don't have to always, like, be doing this by yourself, especially when you're putting yourself at risk. Exactly. Like, she could, like, she got caught in, like, a really bad storm. Like, you could have slipped. You could have fallen. Like, you could have gotten lost in the dark. Like, and then ended up, unfortunately, like your mother. Which, I mean, it's so sad, too, because, like, even with her mother, like, they kind of... You learn that her mom did suffer from some depression. Yeah. She was about to declare bankruptcy. It was just her and her daughter. Yep. Which is a big stressor. And, like, I guess because she was depressed and she was on medication, I believe. I believe so. Um, There was, like, all this talk, too, about, like, oh, maybe she just wandered off. Maybe she ended her own life. Um, Or maybe she just, like, w- like again, left and just started her own yeah. life somewhere else. And, like, that's got to be um just... I don't even want to know what that feels like no. as, like, a person, a child, like, anybody. Um, so, but again, like, it's, it's all character-driven. There's not a lot of plot here, but there's just something about the way she writes. And I'm not some, like, I like character-driven books, but not, I think, as much as, like, others. And these have always held my attention. Yeah. Um, which I was very happy about. I also love that... Um, Tobias's son's name is Amos because I was like, oh, like Amos Diggory. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but okay, so we need to talk about let's talk, okay. So audio. I thought no. So this was so, a duet, right? This was a duet. Let me take ten steps back. So a lot of people, I think, their main complaint complaint is that she's thirty two, thirty three. Yes. And she acts immature. I didn't get that vibe. I didn't get it from reading it. Okay, so I didn't get that vibe with the audio. I mean, at the same time, too, like, we're 32 and 33 years old. No, I'm just kidding. You're 34. Um, (laughs) But no, yeah, I'm 33. (laughs) But, and I'm sorry, we all have moments of immaturity. Yeah. I think she's, you said it perfectly, we were texting. She's a little quirky. Yeah. I also think she has no problem vocalizing just what's on her mind. Yeah. And not in a bad way. Just like, hi, I'm, I'm. Like, she cries a lot. Yeah. But like, it's because of, like, the nice things that they do yeah. for her. And they'll be like, are you crying? She's like, um, yeah, because, like, this was, like, the nicest thing. Like, she's just saying what she's feeling. Yeah. Which is, I think, very hard for people sometimes. Yeah. And because you also don't want to, like, get taken advantage of either. No, and, like, as someone who's not a crier, like, sometimes when I feel like characters, like, cry too much in books, I'm, like, rolling my eyes. But I didn't get that from her because I think when you, like, get her, when you understand her background, like, she's this 12-year-old girl who's basically orphaned. social services literally comes and takes her yeah and then like her aunt and uncle are like okay we will take her but like she never she had no relationship with them prior really because um i think her mom and her uncle were siblings like they didn't really like they weren't they didn't have like a falling out or anything they they just weren't weren't close close. um and then she's you know she goes to college and she's in this relationship where she's taken advantage of for 14 years yeah so like when i i didn't find her to be immature like i don't think her actions were immature i think that she just like was Figuring out who she was and, like, working through all that. Yeah. And she says that, too. She's like, I don't... Because even when she starts working at the store, um, Rhodes asks, like, why yeah. are you here? And she's like, I'm just trying to figure it out. Like, yeah. I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. Like, 
I thought I knew what I wanted to do, and it was not what I wanted to do. Yeah. Like, I wanted I wanted something else for myself. So, like, this is me figuring that out. Yeah, and, I, and I'm sorry, like, what, like, I don't want a bat flying around while I'm sleeping. No, I'd sleep in my car, too. I would freak the fuck out. And, okay. It's not like she was, like, it was in, like, okay, if there was a bat in my house, like, downstairs... I, and, like, I was upstairs sleeping. I'd be like, that's a problem for tomorrow morning. You know I'll what shut I mean? like, my door. I'll shut my door. But if I'm, in, if I'm in a studio apartment and there's a bat flying around, I am also freaking out. Yes. I am definitely afraid of spiders. No, not spiders. I'm sorry. Centipedes Snake. and snakes. I have woken my husband up at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning and told him, if you don't kill that fucking centipede on the wall, I'm not sleeping. When I was younger, living at my parents' house still, like, I would literally go wake my dad and be like, Yo, you gotta yeah. come right now before this moves. And if it moved, I'd sleep in the living room. Yeah. To the point where my dad got annoyed because he'd be like, I have to now tiptoe around my 20-something-year-old daughter who's sleeping on the couch for a week because you won't go back in your own yeah. bedroom. And I'm like, he would, like, tear apart my room. My grandmother at the time was, like, 70, and I made her come down the street yeah. to stand on a stool. As she should. And my mom was so mad. She's like, you don't put your 70-fucking-year-old grandmother on a stool. I'm like, no, I do. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just, like, petrified. So, like, call that amateur if you want to, but that's just, like, who I am. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, even, okay, like, mice don't freak me out, but, like, I don't think her reactions to any of that was immature, and I don't think her reactions to them being nice to her, like, I thought, I mean, I thought it was cute that she just kind of, like, always said what was exactly on her mind. Like, yeah. when, like, when he invites her to, like, sleep in his bed because, oh my God. like, her, what, what was happening in her apartment that she couldn't go back to? The, the pipes oh, the, the pipes, yeah. And she's, like... And he even says, he's like, I'll sleep on the floor. And she's like, but I'm not having sex with you. Even though, like, I would want to. But, like, I'm not having, and, like, whatever. And he's like, okay. Like. But, like, it broke the ice in a way, too. Yeah. he was like, I mean, like, I want to have sex with you, too. But, like, not right now. Like. Yeah. Like, it was just, like, a cute moment. Yeah, like, I didn't think, like, I thought it was, I thought it was cute. Like, I yeah. didn't think it was, like. But at the same time, too, like, if a man's taking you up to his bedroom and. That would. Cut, I have verbal diarrhea like that, like. Same. Yeah. And I would think, I would definitely, like. I don't know. I feel like I would probably do something the same. Like, let me like put, let me just tell you where my thoughts are at because I'm not going into bed and just like getting naked so you right. can get away with me. Like, I'm putting like I'm putting a boundary on yeah. this. Like, I mean, if anything, I think that makes her more like mature in a way than yeah. to like be like almost like, oh, what is he? Is he expecting something from me or like whatever? Like, I mean, like yeah, she did. It was like funny, but she did it. You know, like she set her boundaries. Yes. Now speaking of boundaries, there, this is an age gap. But it's not, it was like a nine year. Yeah, I think it's gap, nine Which years. to me, like, is that an age gap? That's like me know. and Chris Evans. And like, honestly. Chris Evans. It's so funny because I feel like when a 20 year old dates like a 40 year old, that's a gap. But like a 25 year old to like a 35 year old. I don't know. Like, if you're like in your young I 20s, think, it's a little different. But I think as you start getting yes. like your later 20s, I'm like, what's age? Right. Well, I was going to say, I think that there's definitely a difference between. I think it's like a maturity thing. Yes, it's a maturity standpoint. I know where I was when I was like 20, 21 versus where I was when I was like 26. And like, yes, like a 21-year-old and 26-year-old, that's five years. That's nothing crazy. But maturity-wise... I think it's a big It's deal. a big difference. So like a 21-year-old and like a 35-year-old, like I don't know what you could ever have in common. But like a 25-year-old and like a 40-year-old or whatever, like... That's, I, mean, I mean, there are some 21-year-olds that I've met that I'm like, you yeah. are beyond your right, years. Right, but... But I think for the majority of the yeah. time, a 21-year-old is exactly what it's Well, because, like, like, you're in college drinking. Like, you don't you're have having, a job. You're living, you don't, you're living like, your yeah. life in that moment. Like, yeah, that's well, what it's for. Right. Like, the majority of people, like, yes. exactly. Like, you don't know what it's like to have a job and pay bills and, like, whatever. So, I feel like I don't know what I would have had in common with somebody, even 30 when I was 21. Yeah. So, like, 31 to 40, which is the exact same from, like, a 21 to 30, 
like it's it's not bad not a 21 to 30 is bad but like i just that to me is like an age gap that like i can't wrap my head around because i just, I just feel, feel like the maturity yeah. levels are so it's very different like 31 to 40 is like nothing i mean and like she was no... like 33 like 32 and he was like or like she was just turning 33 and he, he is 42, 42 or whatever yeah. yeah um i mean even like if tom and i are not an age gap at all but like when he when we started dating i was in grad school and, like, it was, like, a full-time grad program. I was on yeah. campus. Like, and I even felt like that was different. Because, like, he was out and, oh. You, I was going to say, yeah. Like, like, when you're out working every single day, he was yeah. paying his own bills, even though he it's, lived at home. Yeah. Like, I, like, my dad was still paying everything for me. Because, like, yeah. I was in school five days a week at clinical that night. Like, yeah. we were in two, and that's only, like a, like, a year and a half apart. Well, yeah, like, I mean, you know, so, Gilsey, you're younger than me. Um, so, I graduated college, and he still had a year left, and, like, that whole year, like, I would, like, I literally was, like, we should just break up. Like, and that was, we were a one year apart. And, yeah. like, the diff, like, our lives were so different. Yeah. Like, he would be calling me at, like, 6 a.m. I'm getting up to go to work. He's just going to bed. Like. Different, different. Like, different lives. lifestyles. Yeah. So, like, yeah. that's why I'm, like, 21, like, 21 to whatever. Like, okay, so I know I talked about this on Spilling the Tea. Like, the Nikki Sloan book, The Doctor, she's 20. I think she's 19. She turns 20. And he's like 39. And then in the second book, The Pool Boy, um, they're like, it, they're all like interconnected standalone. So like they, um, the main, one of the main characters from The Pool Boy, he's at her 21st birthday party, which is a pool party at like her house that she now lives at, I guess, like with the doctor dad. And I'm like, this is a 39 year old man now having a barbecue with a bunch of 21 year olds. Like that's so fucking weird to me. Yeah. Bizarre. Anyway, back anyway, to all roads. But yeah, like their age gap like wasn't it wasn't anything crazy. And it's just it was so weird to me that she called him Mr. Mr. Rhodes. I got I understood in the beginning because she's trying the to be situ- light. the yeah. situation, like he's like, Who the fuck are you? Like I you can't be here. And she's like, I have nowhere else to go. And she didn't know his name. She was just like, Okay, like it's something Rhodes. Like yeah. so she refers to him as Mr. Rhodes, but then she consistently does it for like sixty percent of the book. And she and talks then, about the whole time how like she finds him attractive yeah. and like I just, again, it, to someone else that might be like, that's hot and that's awesome and I don't mind it. To me, I was like, this is just. Mr. Rhodes to me is like a 70 year old man. Yes. And then like, and his, so his name is Tobias, but no one called, everyone just calls him Rhodes. Yeah. So at one point he's like, okay, you can like drop the Mr. Like it's just Rhodes. Well, because then like, but then even, so he calls her buddy. Okay. If well, Tom the first time he like he called he starts calling her Angel, which is adorable, which is cute. And at first she's like, "No, my name's Aurora," and he's yeah. like, "Sure, okay." And then he calls her Angel Face, which again, really cute, really cute. The but I knew that there was something more to the Buddy thing. Me too. And which it's like she reminds him of Buddy the Elf because she's always like, like happy, happy, like, and which is adorable. I just don't I mean, think like, if I was like if I again like I just try to put my own like myself in the shoes yes. and I'm like okay. If I'm attracted to Tom and like I'm like, dude, I'm like like ta- thinking about like shit that I want to do with him and I want to have sex with him and all this shit. And then like if he turned around and called me buddy, I'd be like, I just got fucking friend zoned so yes. fast that I I would probably never talk to him again. No, I would be Whoa. so ashamed. I'd be, like, because mortified. it's really it's so funny because I always like think like all right like nicknames and books to me are really funny. Like I literally was like making coffee this morning and I was like to my husband I'm like hey fart boy like do you want to like <laughs> I like I like call like him like just like the most random shit like if it was if if I was reading a book and like the girl was like oh hey fart boy like I, I would close it I would be like no 
But like that's what I say. Like it's fun. Like yeah, it's cute. Like if Gilbert's like, oh, like you're always like adoring Christmas. If he just called me buddy, like like Tom would like, like walk yeah. past me like, yo, sup, kid? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like okay. He calls me Ace. It's like how's it going, Ace? Like you know what I mean? Like but in a book, it just like it comes off like strange. And at first, yeah. I'm like, what? At first, I'm like, why is he calling her buddy? Yeah, I agree. There, like you kind of knew there was gonna be, and because it was always it. capitalized. Yeah, like the B and Buddy was. Always, so I'm like, he's calling her like a, a name, name, but I couldn't. I didn't put it together that it was Buddy the Elf. I would have never, but but then I it's like it's also funny. kind of funny. I also think it's really funny when um, like you know, when, like in a book when like the guy finally says like Aurora, Aurora, like the name, and like the girl like swoons. Yeah. If Tom ever called me Katie, I'd be like, who the fuck are you talking to? Oh yeah, he's not my name. He call, Gil called me like he was like he said like Teresa something blah blah blah, and I was like who? I was like you haven't <laughs> called him by my full name like in eight years. I mean, mind you, again, Lily will be like, yo, Tom Sprang. <laughs> like, oh <laughs> yeah, no, I call. I mean, he normally calls me T. Like I just I I it's very rare that I hear my full name come out of somebody's mouth. Yeah, Tom. Like when literally Tom busts out like the Katie, I'm like yeah. What what did I yeah I don't understand trouble. like if, if first off I'm in trouble second off like no it's not my name like yeah. I am babe I'm something but Katie <laughs> yeah um I also like I thought it was so funny when she was like he was the dilf to end all dilfs like she's like watching him chop wood and then she whistles yeah and he hears it <laughs> and she she gets like caught and so she just waves at him and, just, and then she's like I died inside I died and she's like literally like she's like I I wrote down I was like I would literally move away and change my name and never return like. Sometimes you, like, don't even realize you're doing something because yeah. you're so caught in the moment of it. Yeah, like, and she, then, like, like, she was like, wait, he heard me. <laughs> but it's, like, something that I feel like we would do. Mm-hmm. Like, she was a very relatable I related. Really, yeah, I, I found her relatable. Same. Um, And I loved her relationship with Amos. I loved I loved him. Like, I love how she was like, I'm making this kid my friend. That's something that you would do. 100%. Like, you were going to be my best friend. Like, we're doing this like I feel like she like she's like I'm gonna hug him and then like I love like she tries to like have an inside joke with him about like diarrhea the diarrhea because like she's yeah. like trying to make sure like when also, he was sick I was dying about that part too so so she comes home Amos is like curled over on the front porch like dying literally and like she's like what are your symptoms what I was trying to figure out she's like I think you have appendicitis because she asked like do you have diarrhea and he's like no and like literally like I diagnosed Gil with appendicitis <laughs> at three okay this is again he's in college I'm home. Where I'm like sleeping in my home because I work in the morning, and he calls me like a whole bunch of times throughout the night, and like finally the last call like three a.m. He's like I've been throwing up, my stomach is killing me, I'm in so much pain. I'm like, I have you like taken a shit? And he's like, no. And I'm like, bro, you definitely have appendicitis. And like I literally had to go pick him up and drive him to the hospital at, like three a.m. But that's why I was like laughing. I was like, that's like such a thing. Like if you don't have diarrhea and you have really bad stomach pains and you're throwing up, like you you have appendicitis. But yeah, the diarrhea thing I thought was really funny. It was like, it's really a 15 year old kid, like, it's funny. And he doesn't want to talk about it. Yeah. And she, like, writes in his birthday card. Yeah. And, like, she gives him oh. hugs all the time. All the time. Like, she's, like, determined to make this child her friend. Yeah. And, um, I like that. I actually, okay, so getting to, like, the issue of, like, quote unquote, the issue of the story and the buildup. So if if you haven't read this, like you're ruining it for yourself. But if you have, you obviously know what we're going to talk about. It's the fact that she obviously doesn't tell Amos or Rhodes that she was girlfriend wife to yes. this major country singer that she wrote all the songs. Yeah, like they know she like says things to Amos and yeah. then like, oh, like, I used to write songs and like yeah. and like they don't believe her. And then her friend shows up, Yuki, and like Yuki is basically like a huge, huge like pop star. 
She and, seems fun. Yeah, and Amos is like, oh shit, you weren't like you weren't kidding when you said you like yeah. write songs. And she was like, no, like well, I don't know why you didn't believe me. And then they hear her play the guitar, and then they hear her sing. Like they understand that she is like very musically inclined. But like she never says like, oh yeah, by the way, my ex is so and so. Yeah. So when they find out, they get like, and they, I get like feeling blindsided. Same, because I also, and again, like as a fifteen year old who's now. Like, you're probably shy and timid anyway to begin with. Yeah. You are shy about singing. Even Rose is like, he's never sung in front of anyone. So you finally like, open yourself up to someone, and you find out that this, this girl was, like, literally, like, was in, was married to this guy who was a... She's, teenage. like, a Grammy Award-winning yeah, songwriter. Yeah, exactly. Basically. And, like, and here you are, like, showing her, like, what you think to be shitty work. So you feel stupid. So, like, I can understand that point. But I also, like, very much understand, like, why you wouldn't want to walk around and be like, yeah, this is who I was with for 14 years. Like, yeah, these are all the songs that I wrote. Like, it's almost almost like you're flawed. Especially when you're trying to, like, start over because you came from a bad situation. Yeah. Like, she was made to feel, like, less than what she was. Yes. So I I don't really blame her. Even, like, her friend Clara, like, she should be everyone's best friend. Like, she was very much, like, on... The understanding side yeah. to their reaction, but was like, but I would do the same exact thing that you did if I was. In I understand shoes. more like Amos. Okay, so I I think that Rhodes's reaction was very on brand for Rhodes to yes. be like kind of like become like introverted and like not like I feel like he's the type of guy who like needs to collect his thoughts before he can like speak to somebody yes. about them. And again, like you can be that kind of person to be like, hey, like I understand where you're coming from. Like I need to collect my own thoughts. Like I'm not like. It will be fine, but, like, let me just, like, get my shit together, like, yeah. in my own head, and then, like, we can have a conversation. Just give me, like, a day to, yeah. like, figure my own shit out. Instead, he, like, just, like, kind of, like... Him and his son, like, walk off, essentially. <clears throat> yeah. Which I understand more Amos because he's, he's a 15-year-old kid. Yeah. And he feels, like, betrayed by, like... I mean, like, yeah, like he, like, he, you know, he, like, loves her. Like, she's, like, a friend to him, and also, like, he knows that... Like there's him a relationship with yeah. in love with each other, which is cute. Yeah, so like she's like almost like a stepmom, like in a way, yeah. or another mother figure to him now that his other parents are like doctors without borders traveling the world. Like so he has like a mother figure and a friend, like all in aura, and he feels like betrayed by it. Yes. So like, I understand I understood his reaction a bit more. I mean, like you said, it was very on brand for Rhodes. I just wish But again, it I wouldn't even call it like, an issue because like she kind of just goes off to her friend's house. Like, she wants to be with her friend. Like, and I don't blame her either. Like, if the same thing happened to me, I'd be like, all right, T, I'm coming over. I'm staying over for the night. Like, yeah. I need to get the hell out of this house. I don't want to see their house from my house. Like, yeah. see them walking by. Especially um, when, like, she gets home and Rhodes, like, yeah. completely ignores Exactly. Ignores like, I, I gotta leave. Like, I can't be here right now. And she texts him and he ignores the text, too. Like, yeah. Like, and again, like, a good opportunity to be like, I just need, like, a minute. Like, it blinds Right. Me. If like, you something. can't talk face to face, you can send a text and be like, listen, like, just give me, like, a day or two to, like, get, like, my head around this. But, like... Yeah. We're good. Um, but, I, like, but I still think overall, like, I, I just enjoyed it. It was a good ride. The So, like, for him, for the audio, anytime there was a male-speaking part that was supposed to be Rhodes, he spoke it. Which I thought was kind of cool, because, like, a lot of times, like, the girl will just do the girl's part. And then, like, also the boys, like, the guys yeah, in yeah. the chapter. Um, like in Culty, it's just her. It's just her, yeah. <clears throat> I liked that you got his voice because, and again, I don't think if I heard the narrator do a true dual point of view where like he had his own chapters, I don't know if I'd like him as much because he has a very like monotone voice. But that's Rose. But because of who he this character is, and you get that right off the bat, yeah. it fits so well. Yeah. So I actually really enjoyed it. 
It is not on scribd or we still can't scribe. The, the, scribed. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Jury's out. Um, but it is on Audible, and it was I listened to it. I think at a one point eight, and it was I thought like a good speed. Okay. And I enjoyed it. I feel like this is something that I would. I mean, as you guys know, I like read a book, and then I immediately want to like listen to the audio if I really like it. So I feel like eventually I probably will. I do want to do the audio for Luke off of Love because I read it. I guess like 18 months ago maybe at this point, but um, I really, really liked it. And now that I feel like I'm on a Marianne Zapata like kick a little bit right now, I'm like, okay, I kind of want to listen to the audio. I fucking loved Ivan Lukov. Like, oh my God. And like they're, um, this is not spoilers, obviously. The, like, they're like kind of enemies to lovers. And, but there's like, he like, okay, like in Colty and in All Roads, it's like, you're like 200 pages in and like, you're only getting like one word, like answers from these men. Like, no, like Ivan Lukov is like funny. Like he, they okay. become like skating partners. It's, I love the story. Okay. Again, it's slow burn because it's Mariana Zapata. But I'm really enjoying these. Like yeah. that might just be like another good audio just to listen to, like pass some time. <clears throat> um, you know what I also really liked about Roads? Like. Again, just kind of on point with, like, where we are in the world. In the end, obviously, like, you find that she gets paid out from her ex, Caden, yeah. um, and Mrs. Jones, the mom. Because, essentially, she, she like, compl- she kept shit together in yeah. case, like, she ever needed to, like, fight for herself. And she apparently had some evidence to, yeah. like, say whatever. So, she got paid out 10 mil, which is her. a shit ton of fucking money. Yeah. Um, and... Of course, like, you see, K- she sees Kaden once and then, like, sees him again, like, years down the road. She's pregnant with baby number two. Yeah. Um, and she's with, oh, this is before she got pregnant. I'm sorry. Backtrack. She's with Rose. She sees Kaden and, like, he's, like, begging to talk to her. And, like, he finally yeah. gets a voice and, like, says, like, basically, like, no. And she, like, asks him, like, are you, like, do you have any qualms about me being rich? And he, I loved his response. I've always wondered what it would be like to have a sugar mama. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a fucking bomb response, man. Like, like who cares? Like, right, who's yeah. the breadwinner? No, like, who he... has the most money? Like, I loved that response. I loved, I honestly loved everything about him. Same. He was great. He really was great. I also, okay, so like the part where um, the eagle. Oh my God. <laughs> and a good spot. she's like talking to it. She goes, all right, love, pal, pretty boy. Be nice. Okay. Be nice. Please be nice. You're beautiful. I love you. I just want to take care of you. Please be like, that is like literally like, that would be me. Like, it's okay. Like, I just love you. You're so pretty. Like, and then Rose is like, dude, that's not a hawk. It's like, eagle. bro, that's a fucking eagle. <laughs> you touched <Yeah>. it? <laughs> like what? I, like, oh my God. It's just so good. Um, also, so she's trying to put up the bat house outside, and she loses her balance. The fucking bat house lands on her face. She, like, falls off the ladder. Oh, my God, yeah. So she's, like, bruised. And you get that, who did it to, yeah. did this to like, you moment. Like, he was convinced like, something happened And he her. was like, I will fuck anybody up. Like, he's like, I will kill whoever. Like, um, I also had a tab when she, like, okay, so Caden's mother, the devil incarnate herself. Mrs. Jones. She comes to the town to, like, meet up with her, because she's, like, trying to, like, be like, okay, like you should get back together with Kaden and Aura's like, no. But I love, like, when she stands up for herself. Like, yeah. it got its own little color because I was like, oh, God, it was, like, so good. Like, you know when you have, like, a, like when you think of all the things you wish you could say to somebody in an argument, like, you're in the shower, and you're like, oh, I should have said this, I should have said this. Like, I feel like she had that argument so many times that when it came down to it, she, like, had it, like, she, like, she had, had it ready. ready for it. I also just think, like, 
it could be a little intimidating also to stand up for yourself, especially when yeah. you've been put down by someone for so long. So, like, to have the courage to do so. Yeah. Like, good. Good for you. And to not, like, just hide from it. Because, like, she even says, like, oh, I'm just going to keep ignoring them, keep ignoring them. She's like, you know what? No. Like, I'm going to face this head on. Yeah. And I'm going to end this. Like, I don't want to hear from these people again. So I'm like, yeah, girl. Um, I was going to say something, too, and I completely forgot. I was, like, I couldn't figure out the whole, like, dad... Like, how he was Amos's dad. Like, I couldn't Same. figure it when out. When they kept saying, like, oh, I have a dad and, like, a dad. I was like... And, like, how they're all best friends. And I'm like, did he, like, fuck his friend's wife? Yeah, like, I was like, oh, my God. Or, like, like was he like dating a... her? And then, like, he went to the Navy and, like, she's got with the other guy. Like, yeah. I couldn't figure it out. And I thought it was cute. So... I thought it was cute, too. So, Billy... What's the uncle's name? Johnny. Johnny, thank you. I was like, Jamie, Jamie, is that right? Billy, Johnny, and Rhodes are all best friends. Johnny's older sister, forget her name, it's not important, she marries Billy. Billy was in an accident when they were younger, and he was sterile. Mm -hmm. So when they were trying to have kids, they asked if Rhodes would donate his sperm to them. And he was like, absolutely, but like, I'm not just a sperm donor, like, I also want to be like, a father to this child. So the three of them like, raise him together. And... He was in the Navy, so he was always, like, traveling, whatever. And then they're doctors, and they want to do doctors with borders. So he comes over from the Navy. They go do that, so he gets to take care of Amos. Amos. And, like, he even explains, too, like, when I was gone for so long, like, he, um, Amos never wanted to, like, hang out with me. He didn't care. Like, he was bored with me. So, like, he was, like, I started to realize that, like, though I wanted this career, like, he was going to come first. Yeah. Which I thought was, like, so kind. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed that aspect. You know what I really liked about this, too? Because Colty really wasn't, like, a tension-filled book. And I wouldn't say this was super tension, but you do have a little bit more of those yes. moments. Like, them in the tent together. Yeah. Like, oh, the tent. Oh, he sets up the tent for her. Oh, my God. And she, she cries. I mean, I would have cried, too. Um, there's just a couple more moments of them together where I'm like... Yeah. This, like, Colty was this. way more of, I think, a slow burn. Like, yes. And more, like, they're... They, like, I mean, like, you could tell Colty's, like, into Sal, I think. Like... Because he's, like, just always trying to, like, hang out with her. And Sal's just like, ugh, he's such a fucking pain in the ass. Yeah. Which is so funny, but, like... This had more of, like, the tension in it. Yes. And I was here for it. So here for it. It was cute. Like, then, like, like yeah, like, then he pulls her up to the bed. I don't know. There's just, like, a couple of instances where I was like, okay. And he's like, 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 he calls her Angel, like, pretty early on. Yeah. And you find out, like, obviously why he had an issue with her. And it's because, like, she reminded him of his mother. And his mother was, like, bipolar and abusive. Whatever. Um, I don't know. I just felt like they were just so cute. Oh, wait, hold on. He changed out of his uniform and into thin sweatpants. And oh. then she, in her head, she says to herself, don't look at his crotch or Yeah. <laughs> like, I love that. Like, she has to remind herself of things to do. <laughs> because it's, like, so funny. Um, and, like... But even, like, her... Like, so she works at her friend Clara's shop. It's, like, an outdoors sporting goods store yeah um that she ends up buying that she ends up buying and like the other only other girl that works there her name is jackie like she's another full-time employee or like part-time she's like the only consistent employee i yeah. would say and she's also clara's niece, niece. Yeah. yeah and like jackie's kind of weird to her like you find out why it's because like she knows who this girl is yeah because like you find out that um aura like dyed her hair from like the color that she normally had it when she was with kaden um, and she's, like, so confused because people are, like, coming in and, like, asking for help and she can't help them that, like, it was just so cute that she, like, asks Rhodes for, like, hey, can you, like, explain shit to me? Yeah. Like, and, she, and he does. Like, that's how, like, it all starts. Like, she goes over at 7.30 promptly and she, he can't believe she arrived on time. It was just, like, I don't know. It was just a very enjoyable, fun story. 
Yeah. And I would recommend it. I would definitely recommend it. So far, I haven't read one of her books that I wouldn't, like, if, like, if you were like, hey, should I read this? I'd be like, yes. I'm two for two with her. I'm four These for are four. Like, I know that this is unpopular. I think The Wall of Winnipeg was my least favorite so far. And I don't know if it was just because going in, I didn't realize what a Maybe. slow burn it was going to be. So, like, I just, I was in, like, a like a spicy, it was, I think I was in, like, a spicy romance, like, or I was in, like, a spicy fantasy romance kick. I think I read it after I read Akatar, Crescent City, um, Plated Prisoner, and From Blood and Ash. I think, mm-hmm. like, I read it like that, like, in between all of those. So, like, I don't know if that was my issue with it. And even though, like, you do get a payoff, it's not, like, a super descriptive, no. dirty payoff. It is, like, vanilla sex. It's, yeah. I mean, he does, like, kind of, like, talk a little he bit. He does talk a little bit. Like, this one, like, it, it amped up a little bit. It like, did. It, like, the, but, like, like, yeah. It was, but it wasn't, like, like, I think I tabbed their first kiss, which I thought was just, like, cute. Um, And then, yeah, like, I don't, it, it's not, like, because sometimes, like, I'm sorry, but, like, you spend 500 pages, like, getting to know Rose, and then all of a sudden we're supposed to, like, like, well, I don't, I mean, not that you can't be one way in public and one way in private, but, like, I would have had a hard time if he was all of a sudden this, like, super aggressive, like... Aggressive, like... And again, like, again, like, there's not a lot of foreplay. Like, it just kind of... And I think... I think she tries to keep it realistic. That's what... Yeah. Like, yeah, like, she's not having, like, five orgasms. No. And he's, like, not, like... Yeah. Yeah, like, you're not... Like, he's not, like, going down or orgasming. Fucking her twice, like, orgasming. Like, it's not, like... It's just, like... Well, he's just, like, not, like... Doing anything for him. Exactly. Um, his hands wrap my body like they already knew it. Like, there, there's so many good quotes from, like, that chapter, too. Um, but yeah, like... It was good. It was good. So what was your overall rating? I think we had the same. I think it was four and a half. That's what I did. Yeah. Four point five. And I... That's good. Only, I feel like only because, like, I was also comparing it directly to Colty, where I'm like, if I'm putting this against all the other Marin Zapata books. Yeah, like, Colty to me, again, this is my second book by her. So to me, if Colty was, like... I think I literally rated, like, Infinity Stars. I was obsessed with it. Yeah. So, like, this came, like... It was good for different reasons. Yes. But it, to me, it was still not culty level. No. And I, like... And I loved the characters in both... Like, I loved all the characters in this. Like, I loved the characters in culty. Like, I, I've loved all the characters that she's written so far. So, like, I do want to definitely continue, continue on the Mariana Zapata train. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Do you have anything else to add? I mean, to this? No. <laughs> but like, I can have we to... talk about whatever else we wanted to? Yes. Just so many things. You know what's kind of crazy? Like, I always forget. To me, February is always like a long month, but I'm like, wait, it's never a long month because we end up like blinking our eyes. It's always a short month. It's so short. <laughs> We're almost out of fucking. Like, it literally, it's like the middle of February this week. Yeah. It, it like we have one more after the fifteenth. There's one more Wednesday, and then it's March. March is fucking long. Yeah, so next week is Spilling the Tea the 22nd, right? Yeah. And then we haven't... That's literally, like... We okay. gotta, like, make decisions. I too. guess we have to... I think that we should do... Okay. I think that we should do a romance. The first. So I guess the first. Okay. Yeah. There are five Wednesdays. Because if we want to do the Dramini fanfic, and we do want to do... So we say we do Breath Mints and Battle Scars. I think that we should do that. Like, give people more time. Agreed. So, I think that we should do, we should, we'll pick a romance for the first. The 8th will do Spilling the Tea, the 15th will do Breath of the Battle Scars. Okay. okay, then we'll do Spilling the Tea on the 22nd. 
What do you want to do the 29th? Do we do another romance? Or do we just do like a special episode? Maybe we do a special episode. What does that special episode entail though? I don't know. Court of Silver Flames? We're, We've been we, saying that we want to reread that. We have been that. talking about wanting to do a reread. I like it. I think I like be. where your brain's at. Thank you. I might actually read this one. It's the I last think, time. Yeah, I think I'm going to read it. I think I'm going to read it because I did the audio last time. Oh, no, I read them last time. I did not. I think I'm going to read this one. Okay. I like this. Okay, let's I like where our brain's at. Oh my god, you're such a genius. So we just need sense. to pick, we need to just pick a uh, romance book. We could do um, Secretly Yours by Tessa Bailey. We could do that. That might not be a bad idea. Right? Yeah, that would be good. Because I haven't read it yet. I haven't read, it, haven't yet, read it yet. Recently. And it just came out. I like it. Okay, so let's, okay, so we'll post definitely on the yes. Instagram, but right now we're saying next week, Spilling the Tea, followed by Secretly Yours by Tessa Bailey, followed by Spilling the Tea, followed by Germani Fanfic, Breath Mints and Battle Scars, followed by Spilling the Tea, followed by a potentially special episode of Court of Silver Flames reread. Yes. I like this. I like this I one like this. too. <laughs> oh. And then that brings us right into April, which is Katie's birth month. Oh my God. I think it's going to be a May baby, but. I think she's going to be, also, like, I just can't see, yeah, I think it's going to be a May baby also. We can still easily record, though. Like, the 26th is right before my due date. But, like, I don't see why we can't Welcome to the hospital with my with the microphones. I mean, May 3rd, we might be, like, holed <laughs> up somewhere. Like, <laughs> Yeah, no, I honestly, May, I think May is just going to be a tentative schedule because we're not going to know. I think the, at least the first week will be tentative schedule. There should be no reason why by the 10th, like, we can't do something for an hour. Whether it's I mean, like, I'm going to be at your house like, every yeah, day. exactly. So we'll just put Tom on baby duty. Yeah. <laughs> That's just like weird to think that I'm be in charge of a human. Like I have an alien in me right now. Like a whole ass, like a whole ass baby. Tom showed me this TikTok today and it's like, I mean, I understand that there's a human in me. Like yeah. I feel her. She kicks the fucking shit out of me. Bitch punches all the time too. Um, but like the, the TikTok's like this woman gives birth and it's like when you're so fucking shocked that was a human in you and like yeah. the baby gets put on her chest and she's just like, like this awe face of like, yeah. oh my god, that was that that and like like the husband's like giggling behind the camera, but like it's true. Like yeah. all of a sudden you go from like a family of two to like I am in charge of a fucking human being with you. Nothing Holy will, shit. like nothing can prepare you for that. No, which is like so crazy. I know. We're I will say like this is just a personal preference. I'm glad we waited a little bit longer in life because I don't know if I'd have like my shit together to do this like any earlier i mean no. i still don't have my shit together. i was gonna say like i feel like i still don't have my but shit i will together. say we communicate a lot better now yes and like i think we're both very like we both know we're in for a rude fucking awakening yeah. like we have no idea what's about to happen no. but i like that we have these conversations because it's not like just me thinking like holy fuck yeah it's, like tom too like oh fuck yeah <laughs> No, I mean like 100%. this kid's gonna be have us. We're gonna we're gonna be up all night, <laughs> like just on her schedule. Yep, and this baby is gonna be listening to the raunchiest audiobook all the time. <laughs> I was literally thinking, I was like, I'm gonna have to like cover her ears or maybe her eyes. <laughs> the baby's first word is gonna be like like tight cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I curse like a drunk driver like all the time, so I feel like I feel like my kid's gonna come out with middle fingers, go fuck. Probably. <laughs> I really need to like watch between, it. Between like the two of us just like curse. Oh my god, it's so bad. bad. Mommy and Aunt T say all these words. I okay, <laughs> I'll be so getting calls from I school. just finished um Final Offer by Lauren Asher and um it, she's like a single mom. And she has a swear jar and she's like a dollar for the swear jar or whatever, but like Cal is a billionaire and he's like only carries hundreds with him, so he's just like giving her like he just gives her like five hundred dollars. Like every time he curses, he's oh like, here's a thousand dollars. Like 
I'd be like, what the fuck? It's, her, <laughs> it's going towards her college fund, which, like, he becomes her stepdad, obviously. It's a romance book. And, like, he's a billionaire, so, like, she doesn't need it. But, like, it's so funny because at first she's like, he's like, I don't have a dollar. She's like, well, what do you have? And he's like, I have a hundred. And she pretends like she doesn't know, like, how much a hundred is, like, to like, scan oh, him. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Yeah. That's a smart kid. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, and he's like, can you count to a hundred? And she's like, one. <laughs> he's like, just take it, whatever. Because at first he's, like, asking for change. And then the mom's like, bro, like, she scammed you. And, like, the kid's, like, cracking up. She's like, I got $500, mom. <laughs> That's amazing. I Does he want to donate to my smart jar? Right? Like, <laughs> Cal. I got loans I got to pay off. <laughs> I just want money. I mean, who doesn't want money? Pause for dramatic effect. If yeah. anybody's saying that they don't want it, send it our way. Oh, my God. But, yeah, that's it. Tis all we have. And uh, on that note, Katie. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thebff.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at thebff.bookclub1 at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. See you, fuckers. See you, fuckers.